I call it my the worthiness quotient. And the worthiness quotient is how open you are to receiving love, nurturing, and support simply for being you, meaning no performing, no trying to get it right, no trying to win love and approval from your family or anyone else. And when I was always trying to be the best mom and denying myself, I had a low worthiness quotient. So I'd get angry. I'd take out my pain yeah. on my family. I would attract things that felt hard. Maybe the kids weren't respecting me, right? But as soon as I committed to unconditional love, my vibration went up. And now all of a sudden, my family shifting. My husband and I quit fighting. And my kid, or my, we quit fighting. Walls come down. My kids quit fighting. Everything shifted. So they were marrying to me the love that I was holding inside of myself. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another epic episode of High Vibe It. It's 2023. Happy New Year. Woo! This is our first recording of the new year, our first episode of the new year. Personally, I feel that 2023 has much lighter energy, less challenging energy. And I hear that the energy is really about stepping into your passions and living your life in radical authenticity and alignment with your values and your preferences and your boundaries and all the things we always talk about on the show. So this is the best year to go for it, to change your job, to change your relationship, change your family, whatever needs to be elevated, change so that you can feel more passion in your life. Now is the time. I feel so like this with that year being is said, like sparkly. I feel like the energy is like it's you know that lighter sparkle emoji that like where it's like the three my favorite stars? that's my favorite too <laughs> but it feels very much like glittery sparkly like if you want it it's yours just a let yeah. it be yours you know oh passion can't wait. passion yes. is the word that keeps coming up like follow your passions go for your passion if you're not living in passion now is the time to like make yeah. those big changes this is going to be a super supportive year for that so anyway with that being said if you're, you're new Kelsey. to the show I'm Lindsay. Sorry, did I cut you off? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing I, all the 2023 energy today. Yes, so we're excited. Good morning, everyone. We're excited. Lindsay is a hypnotherapist extraordinaire. I am a best-selling author and transformation facilitator, and we both are here living our passion of helping everyone live their best life, raise their vibration, feel good. We're all about quality of life on the show. And on that note, today we have a very special guest, Miss Terry Britt. And she is a spiritual mentor, former news anchor at Movie Time, now E Channel, and the author of The Enlightened Mom. And we're really excited to have her on because she's just full of wisdom and good vibes. And we're going to talk about, well, you'll see what we're going to talk about. I'm not going to ruin the surprise. So, Terry, please introduce yourself to the people and hey, let them know what you do. I am so excited to be here because as you said, it's your first recording of the new year. It's mine too for the, the new year. And I'm so on fire. I feel the same way you guys do. I feel like there's something in the air. That, I mean, we've been going through this dark awakening over the last couple of years, and now it's time to step into receiving and to passion. And I, I'm excited about it too. And I'm just thrilled to be here with you guys to be able to start off together. Oh, yay. So exciting. So Terry. Yes. How did you get into Tell us your story because, okay, little, little spoiler, not really spoiler. Right before we started recording, she started to get into like 
the tale. You know, everybody has like their story. And I was like, stop right now because everybody's going to want to hear this. Because uh, I feel like I don't even know that much about you, but I know that you kind of exude grace and healing. And I think that that is what a lot of people need. So without further ado, Terry, tell us how you just tell us your story. Just, just oh go for it. <laughs> how much time do we have? Okay. I'll try to make this as short and as sweet as possible. Um, I was raised to be a good girl. I was raised in the South and I learned early on that it wasn't okay to receive. It wasn't okay to love yourself. I watched my parents put my sister and me first and then, but I also saw them be miserable at times. So I just kept working harder and harder and harder trying to believing that if I was won everything, if I won every accolade in school, that I was going to feel loved and happy because I saw, especially my mother, I saw that she wasn't happy. Okay. She had suppressed herself as a mom, but nothing filled me up. Nothing filled me up. And in my second semester of my sophomore year, I put my fist through my boyfriend's window because he wasn't loving me the way I wanted to be loved. And I was miserable. So I finally one day just said, I can't do this anymore. And I left school. Now I was a person who had been valedictorian or uh, salutatorian in my high school on scholarship in college. And I just walked away. I said, I can't do this. Well, lo and behold, I entered Miss Arkansas USA to the Miss USA pageant one and two weeks later left for Miss USA. I mean, it was like, boom, 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 boom. I just, I made a decision that where I was, wasn't working. And I think she's our first beauty queen. Just, just put it out there. I think she's. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think so. That's fun. Just we shout out. Where's the confetti cannon on the, on the pod yet? I mean, everyone's <laughs> a beauty queen so in their funny, own right. Guys, official. Is that I didn't look like a beauty queen. I had short brown hair. In the top 12, I talked about Bob Barker said, what do you do in Cabot, Arkansas on a Saturday night? And I had a very Southern draw. And I said, wait, you met the Price is Right guy? Yes. I love him. Don't yeah. forget to neuter and spay your animals. Exactly. I love him. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And anyway, he said, what are you doing, Cabot, Arkansas? And I said, well, in the winter, we stay at home. I was really Southern. But uh, in the summer, we go down to Tasty Freeze. We sit on the back of my friend's truck. He plays the banjo and the guys drink beer, dip a little skull. It's a real good time. And I won. <laughs> wow. Amazing. I mean, I totally broke the mold. And, you know, it was, it was so interesting because... I didn't have time to be trained. My first runner-up had been trained for months. I just went in there. I wasn't attached to winning Miss USA. I was wanting out of Arkansas to go to Los Angeles. I knew that I was supposed to be in LA, had never been there. But you know, when you have that calling and you feel, and, and it was, I didn't even understand it back then, but I had set an intention in college going, how do I get to LA? How do I get to LA? And I didn't know anything about intentions. This was back in the eighties, right? But I had set an intention, I wanna to get to LA. And so I wasn't attached to winning Miss USA. I simply went in there and stood in my truth. I said, drink beer, dip school in the back of a pickup truck, short brown hair, my dress didn't even go to the floor. Everybody had these big ball gowns on. I completely broke the mold of Miss USA. So a seed was planted at that time. It said, when you stand in your truth and follow your heart, miracles show up, but I didn't get it. Because I went right back on that hamster wheel afterwards, worked in television, and that didn't fill me. It was like nothing fulfilled me. Uh, have you ever had that experience, guys? Yeah. Have you ever felt like you were just going after everything and nothing fulfills you? Well, I then left the television industry, got married to this amazing man. His name was Steve, and we ended up having kids. I have two daughters now who are older, and he had a son. 
But I found that as a mom, to be the best mom, I believed that I had to deny myself because that's what I'd watched my parents do. Right. I believed that that I I really believed I didn't matter. It was that everyone else mattered, but not me. Right. My purpose now is everybody else. Exactly, which is what we've been programmed to do, right? Yeah. Especially as mothers. Yeah. So, and it's so funny because Kelsey, what you may find, I know you're engaged, but when you do decide to have kids, what I've seen with women who are so empowered because I've been coaching for over 20 years that they'll say, oh, I'm not going to do what my mother did. But as soon as they become a mom, they start sliding right back right. In because that's what they witnessed, right? They, they took on a belief that this is what love is. But I can tell you when I would get angry and pissed off and yelling yeah. at my kids, I didn't feel very loving. So it was interesting. My dad died in 95 and and I realized that he'd lost everything in bankruptcy and became an alcoholic. And I realized that he just didn't, he couldn't receive love. He had, he didn't have any forgiveness of himself. And, and that's when I realized, oh, I'm just like my dad. I don't have any forgiveness of myself. And I said, that's it. I'm done. Well, you know what? When you make a decision that you're done, just like I had done in college, and you say, I'm ready for something different, everything opened up. I meet this girl who is going to a healing school and my therapist had said, you need to get into meditation. You're wound so tight. Well, I meet this girl right after that. And she goes, oh, well, come with me. Well, it was at a psychic school. And nice. <laughs> first night in class, you guys, first night in class, we're learning how, about grounding. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see this spirit go across the room. I had never seen anything. And how old were you? When this I happened. was, well, I'm 61 now. So I was, uh, 33. Mm, okay. Okay. So I think that's right. Yeah. Um, so I watched this spirit go across the room and I'm like, you know, I'm shocked. And my teacher said, you look like you've just seen a ghost. I said, I think I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd never experienced anything like that. So I'm, I'm not convinced. And, and I said, it feels like a man. Cause it was more like a, a silhouette, mm -hmm. but I could tell he had a beard. And I said, he has a beard. And right. As I said that he comes up right next to her and she goes, Oh yeah, he's the founder of the school. He always hangs out here. And wow. I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> I was like, Holy crap. I mean, I just, was this in Los Angeles? Yes. Where was that? What is this place? I want to go. Um, that was the Southern California psychic Institute. I love and it. Makes yeah, sense. It's so cool. So then, you know, of course you see something like that and you're hooked, right? Mm -hmm. Well, also right. meditating and running energy daily, grounding daily. And all of a sudden I'm finding I'm calmer. I'm more peaceful. I'm more joyful. There's something to this. I need to stick with it. So I'm finally starting to really honor myself. Well, from there, I went into the healing classes and my girlfriend and I decided this school at that time, I don't know what it's like now and I don't want to bash anybody, but it just didn't feel as the teacher didn't feel as loving as we wanted. Mm -hmm. So we both set an intention that we'd have a teacher who was loving. Well, we ended up at a school in Santa Monica called Clearsight. The teacher, Judy, to this day is like an earth angel. Amazing. So we spent 13 months training in their being able to read energy, clearing energy, stuff like that. And I found my, I found my calling. I mean, people would say to me, gosh, you just really get relationships. I'm like, really? I do. 
and you know, because you don't realize what your gifts are half the time, right? So I just kept following it and following it. And then I, after that was done, I did some more studying with the astrophysicist who was also a spiritual teacher. It was just, you know, you know how you do. You just keep going and keep going. Well, then one day I'm meditating. I'd read a book by Paul Farini called um, Love Without Conditions. I don't know if you've ever read that book. It's beautiful. Gonna read it now. The Reflections of the Christ Mind, I think is the tagline. And I read this book. I was just really moved. I sit down or actually I'm laying on my floor in my bedroom meditating by the fireplace when all of a sudden little Terry, the little girl inside of me shows up and I am sobbing. I'm just because <laughs> I realized I'd never acknowledged her. You know, I've always been always worried about everyone else. And then I hear in my ear very clearly, get up and write this. This is the beginning of your first book or this is the beginning of your book. And so I got up and I wrote the first paragraph today. I said hello to a little girl. She is sweet and kind or whatever, you know, and and that was the beginning of me starting to use the energy tools that I had learned in my home. So what I started doing, because in our energy school, the teacher would say, you and you, y'all have matching pictures. Go read each other. OK, that's all she'd tell you. So you'd be sitting there and you're clearing out their person's energy. And all of a sudden you're going, whoa, I can't see anymore. At least this is how I got triggered. So that was my cue to stop, go within and look for whatever was matching with the person I was reading, clear the energy and then come back to center. And now, will, oh, now I can read the energy. Okay. Well, when little Terry showed up, I was shown every time you react to your kids, every time you react to your husband, to anything in general, see it as the same experience that you had in class that I'd stop, give thanks, and then go within and talk to little Terry and say, what's hurting? Mm -hmm. What's causing you to suffer? And then of course, if it's a belief that's causing you to suffer, it's not the truth. So I would do the clearing and then I would do a soul retrieval. What is my truth? And I'd call back my soul. Well, with every step of that, not only did I shift and I was finding my gifts and, you know, and, and speaking more and doing more work, but my family completely shifted everybody completely shifted. It was so cool because no longer was I needing my family to fill me up. No longer was I performing. And one of the other things that I did is that when I performed, I expected my kids to perform. I expected my husband to perform. So I was projecting my lack onto them. Well, I quit. I quit doing it. So my kids quit fighting. The walls between Steve and me went down. I mean, everything shifted. And then what was so cool is Steve was a big garment manufacturer, had a big company, made clothes for Dillard's and Macy's and all these different people. Well, he decided to leave. And I go to the uh, library one day and I pick up this, this old VHS tape, okay? And I pull it out and I said, this isn't for me. This is, or I got it. I said, I got to take this home. It was on Deepak Chopra. And it was talking about the way of the wizard. So I start watching it at home. I go, oh, this isn't for me. This is for Steve. He comes in. He watches it. He's sobbing, this big 250 pound gorilla. And he's sitting there sobbing. And he said, I don't want to be an achiever anymore. I want to be a seeker. I want to mm -hmm. let everything go. Okay. We let everything go. Our house sold without ever going on the market at top dollar. I mean, it was just boom, 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 boom. And next thing I know, we are renting a home because I said, I can't leave because I had TV people talking to me about doing a spiritual TV show. I was like, I can't leave yet. And the show, they never ended up doing it. But we, he took a year and a half off. Well, you know who Neil Donald Walsh is, right? Who wrote Conversations mm -hmm. with God? Great his, daughter, his daughter 
shows up to my husband, her and her partner, and said, we have an idea for a company and you're the man to create it. He Because all he had said <laughs> to me, was, I want to do something bigger than myself. I want to do something for the planet and God. Year and a half later, they show up and they had this idea for a company called Conscious One. And you guys probably don't remember it. Do you remember Conscious One? It was back in the early 90s. It died when Steve died. But it was the, one of the first companies to bring out self-help courses. Like now everybody's got self-help courses. And making them. <laughs> and making them, right. We had all the Hay House authors. We had wow. everybody on there. And, and so it was so cool to see that my shifting and choosing to love myself not only changed my life, but it got Steve on his path. And what was so beautiful about it, he ended up dying at the age of 56. He had a um, very advanced prostate cancer, had a 2% chance of beating it, beat the cancer, and then died of a heart attack. Uh. Um, but what was so interesting about it is he told me, he says, I feel better in my skin than I've ever felt. And because he said, you forced me to it. When you quit caretaking me to find yourself, it forced me to find myself. And now I feel better than I've ever felt. I, Ooh. when you quit caretaking me, let's just pause on that part yes. for a second, yes. ladies. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's so easy to like throw your husband in there with your kids and just yeah. like feed them and clothe them and teach them and try and guide them. But is that the dynamic you want to be stuck in forever? It's an easy way to suck the romance out of the relationship and rob people of their own like growth well yeah and here's here's what I'm like I can't get past this point until I talk about it and actually give it the moment that it needs to have when you were talking about how he was he basically had a moment where he was like my life needs to change and I am going to voice the need for my life to change and I want to cry because so many people in this world never get to do that. Feel like they can't, doesn't occur to them. It's just not in their reality. If you ever suffer from low energy or brain fog or fatigue during the middle of the day, or you are just someone who wants to optimize your mental focus and energy, then we are super excited to introduce you to magic mind which we are loving and we have been loving for a long time actually it's a little elixir that's helped us stop procrastinating and get super focused but in a relaxed yet energized way magic mind is one of my favorites because one i don't even drink coffee so this is great for me to get energized get mentally tuned in get a little bit of caffeine but not as much as you would from coffee and also it doesn't give you that crash you don't get the crash you don't get the anxiety I love coffee. I have coffee every morning and I still feel tired. And what I love about Magic Mind is it actually encourages you to take it with your morning caffeine to add an, a little extra pep in your step. Guys, I am in love with this little drink. I will take it for the rest of my life probably. It has matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, and it's got just enough sweetness 
so that it tastes really, really good going down. And they say on the website, it gives you seven plus hours of this energy that is like sustainable. So enjoy yeah. it, use it. And of course, we have a coupon code for you guys, which is HIGHVIBIN20. So all you have to do is go to their website, which is magicmind.co, magicmind.co, not.com. And then when you use our HIGHVIBIN20, and also when you subscribe, you can save up to 40%. I'm telling you, if you want to be productive and you don't want to feel tired at 2 p.m., this stuff is incredible. Go to magicmind.co, in 20 and thank us later. The fact that the door was open for him to be like, I'm recognizing this is not my purpose. I would like to get my, I would like to go in the direction of my purpose and to have that support needed because that's just step one right you also need the support to be able to take that step I just think it's so beautiful that a he he was able to make that decision and recognize that that was what needed to happen yeah. and b that he had the support system necessary to let that actually happen and how beautiful everything just turned out because he made the decision do you understand mm -hmm. do you understand people <laughs> how incredible that is and also how of course that's what happened because that's what happens when you do that but it's just it never stops being absolutely incredible when it does happen so thank you for telling that story uh I know you're not done yet I just had to stop right there because oh, can I add something to what you're saying uh, absolutely so what I see is and you guys I'm sure see it too as the professionals that you are in working with people is that when you're in that family paradigm, you t there's a tendency to stay in the old way of being because that's what we know yeah. and that's what felt safe. But it doesn't, it really isn't safe because if we can't be who we are and we can't follow our passions and voice our needs, then it's not very safe at all. And I, and I, what happened for Steve and me where we used to blame each other when I shifted and then he started shifting we became an enlightened family. That's my company's actual name, Enlightened Family Institute. We became an enlightened family because we made a decision that no longer were we going to point fingers. We were going to say, thank you for the gift. I'm triggered right now, but this is what I'm learning. And then I'm going to come back and share with you. And we'd be sounding boards for each other. So he felt, he, he felt supported because he felt safe in our relationship. Yes. And I think that so many people stay in an old way of being because they do believe that safety, but it is not, yeah. you know, safety is when we get into a high vibration and then we attract beautiful, loving things to our lives. It's when we stay in that low vibration, what I call a low worthiness quotient is that, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to deny myself because I think this is the only way I can have mm -hmm. your love. Right. So then it feels unloving. Well, so, and it's, it's like the lie of the comfort zone, right? Like get out of your comfort zone, but how comfortable are you really in your comfort zone? You're not comfortable. You're unsatisfied. You're living small. You're thinking small. You're dealing with blame and shame and guilt and all these things. And, and just living at a, in a smaller box than you deserve. You're not yeah. comfortable. Mm -hmm. So why not be uncomfortable in the direction of what you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's brilliant. I mean, that is brilliant what you're saying. Be uncomfortable in the direction that you want because I know for me, I mean, oh, it would feel so scary, right? I, I mean, yeah. I this big voice and, and want to say stuff. And you guys, 
I mean, I did that with Steve and then he died and my husband, Charlie, actually showed up on my doorstep the next day. And I knew him from a distance. And it was so funny because Kelsey, you were talking about passion earlier. I had been working on passion in, in holding the vibration of passion in my life right before Steve died. I painted my bedroom like this burnt orange, you know, like that kind of uh, terracotta look. And this is I, actually burnt orange to be honest. It's is not it? showing yeah. up. Yeah, it's the same I'm color. Red here. Well, it does, my... yeah. It's a little brighter on camera, but guys, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, you should go on the Patreon <laughs> and patreon.com slash high vibe and you can actually see what we're doing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yes, terracotta color. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. So anyway. I'm working on passion. I'm looking at where am I blocking passion in my life? I'm a Scorpio. I like sex. Okay. I want more passion. And it wasn't <laughs> just about that. It was just passion, right? So I'm working on it, working on it. Last six weeks of my husband's life, we're taking a dance class. Our teacher's like, are you guys on a, you're like honeymooners. And we're, no, we've been married seven, almost 17 years. It was just, it was the passion was starting to exude. Well, lo and behold, he drops dead of a heart attack. I mean, instantly. I'm going, what in the heck is going on? You know, you, you know how that feeling is when you feel like things are starting to happen and then all of a sudden it feels like the, the floor drops out and underneath you. That's what it felt like. I was like, what is going on? Well, the next day, Charlie, my husband now shows up on my doorstep and his daughter was on my girls dance team. I didn't know him. You kind of hang out with your kids friends, parents. Well, right. his daughter, you know that, you know that, right? So yeah, you do that. yeah. that's how all my parents made their friends. Cause I grew up as a dancer. So all the dance. And that's the parents. only way I make friends now, <laughs> except for Kelsey it's, and podcast it's, people. It's so right on. Yeah. So he it's comes true. On and he goes, let me support you through this. His wife had killed herself five years prior. So oh. he said, let me support you and help you through this. And I said, okay. And I had always seen Charlie as kind of quiet I was like, okay, Charlie, thank you. He comes in. Two weeks later, he rolls up on his Harley. His t-shirts rolled I'm up. I'm getting Aaron Brockovich vibes <laughs> of like the bad boy who's like super sweet and gentle. Yes, exactly. He was the wild boy and he's crazy. I mean, boy, his old, his friends, because he had a 17 year marriage to Kim and he was trying to do everything just right because he had had his other wife prior to her leave him. And he just said, well, I'm going to do it differently. Well, when he and I got together, all of his old friends are, were telling me, Charlie's back because he's been missing for 17 years. So he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. And I'm, we just laugh our butts off constantly. We have so much passion in our lives. And I don't know, it was, it was like, wow, you know, who would have thought? And so the night that Steve died, I actually... They were doing a homicide investigation because it was at our house and no one was there. So they had to make sure there was no foul play. We had to, we were coming back from a dance competition. My daughter and I, and my other daughter was at a friend. So we ended up at our neighbors. I'm sitting on the toilet going, Steve, why? And I feel his presence come in. I said, why now? Why, why are you leaving now? And he said, I finally let go of the controls because he had had the prostate cancer and he had been holding on and he beat that, but he was just holding on for dear life. And when he said, I finally let go of the controls, I was at peace. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was at complete peace. And three months later, Charlie and I started dating and a year later after that, we got married. Now, when you say you were at peace, I know if I'm like 
I, 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 I tend, I feel like I'm pretty good at getting a sense of, of what people are feeling and what I would feel in that situation. And for me, if I heard that I would feel peace from the fact that like, a, there's nothing I could have done to prevent it. B, it was completely in his hands and this is his journey. Like that for me, oh, I would never deny someone of their journey. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I would never I'm try right to there do with that. You. And that, is that kind of what you're like, that's where the peace came from. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. absolutely agree. That would, that would be it. Like what else could do that besides knowing that it's, it was theirs. It was theirs to to have their experience to have, and they chose to have it. Like what else, what else do you want? <laughs> right. No, and that is, you're so right on. That is exactly, and I know we were talking about, you know, it'd be so hard to lose a child, but at the same time, this, their journey too, it would be exactly. horrible, but we have to do that. I used to do this thing when my kids were young, cause I'd get so worried about, oh, they're gonna be okay. Oh my God, you're me. I literally, you know, well, here's a visual for you. Help me. <laughs> I would visualize walking up this golden spiral staircase, holding each one. Mm. And I would just hand them over to God in the universe and say, I surrender my child. Because, mm -hmm. you know, child. we're just borrowing them. Yes. And they're our greatest. In the teacher. end. Don't you yeah. learn from your kids? Yeah. I mean, don't you? I mean, I watch my kids and I would just, because I, mean, I never really knew how to play until I became a mother. And because I had my, my angry side, but I also had my side that came out that, oh, man. I'm going to be here present with you and play. Let so your inner child out. Play with your kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But they taught me so much and they still teach me. And now what's so funny is you could be dealing with something and they coach me. Mm. And I love it. You know, you've got these wise women that are also helping their partners to stand in their truths and follow their passions. It is so freaking cool to see your children grow up and be empowered, dynamic, yeah. connected women. It is like, ah, yes. Well, I have all boys. However, that doesn't change <laughs> a dang thing. And they're still going to be empowered as well. And my middle one, a lot of you know that are listening, Kelsey knows, he's like the, he's, he's, he's the spiritual one. He's a Pisces. He says, you know, well, I'm a Pisces. I like the water. I, he was, you know, but I got him a, a tarot deck for Christmas. Oh, well, Santa did. Yes. And he, I was like, read my cards for me. And I kind of taught him how, you know, feel the cards. What is it? What do you think? It, it's a kid's tarot. It, just to be clear, I didn't get him any of this, like, oh, your pen of swords nonsense. <laughs> no, there is no death card. Scary. It's the change card. There is no hanged man. It's like the patience card. Um, But oh, cool. uh, yeah, so he's, so he's like feeling the cards and he's like, I think this one. And it's just that it's so awesome to know that like I'm having a teeny tiny little uh hand in in making them know that there is more there is more than this and you my dear children are so powerful even when they have like a negative oh, I just I can't I I I knew I was going to not do it and I didn't do it and I said you know what look how powerful you are imagine if you said you could what would happen you know and just that little I'm not, I'm not good all the time, but, but in my good moments, you know, just those moments of like, oh, maybe I am, maybe I am powerful. Maybe I do get to decide. Maybe I am able to make that choice. Mm -hmm. There's, there's just nothing like it because what Terry, Kelsey, even what if we had that as kids? Like, what if we had that all the oh. stuff they're teaching breath work in their classes now? What if we had that? I That's just, amazing. 
we weren't meant to, or we would have, but I'm just saying like, it's just incredible what these, what these kids are, the gifts that these kids are getting, even just outside of the home. Let me um, add something to that. My yeah. dad, so I had two voices in my head. My mom who was, had PTSD her whole life from being abused. My dad was also abused, but he ended up taking Dale Carnegie classes and Earl Nightingale and all those forerunners, right, to, to self-help. So love that. I would say to me, you can be anything you want to be, which I loved. And he was my greatest cheerleader. But here is the other thing he used to say, do as I say, not as I do. Yes. That sounds a, a lot like my dad. My dad was like, <laughs> who cares? Throw out the rule book. Also, because I said so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. It's like, oh, but you know, it was so interesting. I had this really beautiful experience. Uh, I was meditating. This was back again, back in the probably nineties. Um, Daddy had died in 95 and he was what his, you know, his life is what got me on my spiritual journey. So I was meditating a lot. And my girlfriend said, your dad is really wanting to talk to you. And I said, Oh, I keep seeing him, but I didn't think about carrying a conversation with him. You know, this was early in my journey. So I'm like, Oh, I didn't think about it. So I sit down one day to talk to him and I had been hearing Wilderness Park, which is this park right down in Redondo Beach in Los Angeles. It's a Girl Scout park. So it feels like you're in the middle of the wilderness in the city. And I'd been hearing it and hearing it. So I heard it again when I sat down, I thought, okay, I'm going. I get in the car, I drive down to Wilderness Park. I sit down by this little stream. There's some bunnies I see off in the distance and I call daddy's spirit in and I always believed that I had to be perfect for dad because that's the scenario my mother created for herself and for us, right? So I asked him, I said, dad, why did you need me to be so perfect? And I do a lot of automatic writing with the other hand and he started writing through me and pretty much said, I never needed you to be perfect. You inspired me to, to try to be more of me. And that was such a shift in consciousness for me because I had dad was God in our home. He was God. I mean, it was, he was God. He had the last say on everything. And so it was all about trying to please daddy. And that was the example mama set. So in that moment of recognizing, oh my gosh, I've been living a lie my whole life, trying to please my dad. When in reality, he was learning from me, like we do with our children. And what you're going to do at one point at some time, I guess, Kelsey, are you going to have kids? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's already seen her kids. I already know their names. I already know them. I talk to them like all the time. Yeah. How many? Two, maybe more. I think if I had more, I would maybe want to like adopt a couple yeah. of kids. So we had like a fun mixed big bunch of people, but, um, but yeah, Maya and Jay, well, I call him Jay, but he's probably gonna be named after his dad, Jeffrey Brett Shugarts. Oh, I love that. The third. At one point. My fiance is a junior. And then his dad's like the OG. In like <laughs> 93, 94, I was, I was eight years old and I was convinced I was going to have a daughter and her name was going to be Mariah because of Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Amazing. I, just, I loved Mariah Carey. Big hair, big curly hair Mariah is like, that is it. And Whitney, can't forget Whitney, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was convinced, but then it never, I never had a Are girl. And if, listen, this is a whole thing, Terry, because <laughs> I, I would, I really would. I would have, I would. 
Um, my husband is like, no, we want to, because here's the thing. I agree. We want to travel. It's, we're finally getting to the point where we don't have to worry about naps and diapers and he's four. So like that's long gone. And we don't have to worry about the baby because for 10 years, I've at one point or another had to worry about the baby. And now there's no, there's no baby. There is a toddler who still runs up and gives me a hug every time he sees me. And I'm just like, so scared for that to be over. Uh, I would have more kids. My husband says, no, I agree with him. And also at the same time, I know I would never regret having more kids, but I just don't want to regret not having more. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know where it's still, you look, it's TBD. still TBD, TBD, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> to be determined to have a daughter. And that's the thing. Like, I really, part of me just like, I love having boys. I really do. But I've always like, what would I be like as a girl mom? I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to teach her like what you talk about. Like I want to teach her stuff I didn't know. I want to make sure she knows that she, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the person I needed as a kid, but I am already doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean? But look at the need for men. Exactly. Who are awakened and are, it's okay for you to feel. It's okay for you to express your oh. feelings. I mean, the suicide rate among men is, is horrible, right? And so- they need it so yes 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 so you're how blessed they are to have you as a mama and that they get to watch you shine and they know that it's okay that they thrive I I do think about that too yeah yeah Mm. I call my hubby my renaissance man and Mm. let me tell you what he said to me a couple of years ago he said he said I always knew you loved him well let me preface this a little bit he was pulling his cards Okay, so I've gotten him into pulling cards. Love it. And this is a man who used to be a youth minister and a deacon in a Baptist church. So, yeah, yeah. And that and, is a hard pull. So you got, you did good. Yeah. And so anyway, he was pulling his cards and he kept pulling soulmate and it was bothering him because his idea was, you're my soulmate. Why am I pulling this card? So he spent time with it and spent time with it. And he finally came to me one day. I was sitting downstairs. He comes down. He had been up in um, his office. His chin is quivering. His tears are running down his face. And he said, I get it. I know now why I've been pulling this card. And I said, why? He said, I always knew you loved me. He said, but until you taught me to love myself, I couldn't receive your love. And Mm -hmm. now I So it was, the card was asking him to see that the intimacy that had been created between us as he felt he loved himself enough that he could open up and get fully vulnerable and, and really connect, you know, because I think this is what people miss is that if we don't love ourselves, we're not going to be fully intimate with our partners. Right, right. You can't. You can't because you're ashamed. You're holding Mm -hmm. guilt and shame. And, and so and he had a lot of stuff around his wife killing herself. So right. Naturally, he was, of course. Yeah. And it affected how he parented his daughter. He was over over parenting, over doing everything for her, not letting her take responsibility for anything. Now we see some of the repercussions of that at times. Um, but, you know, she's growing too. She's on a spiritual journey as well. So it's just, it's been so interesting to see, you know, how as a woman, the power we have in shifting yes. not only ourselves, but our families, because we women, 
we are the nurturers. And you think about it, it's like if women don't receive in their lives and in their homes, they are sending a message to their loved ones that it is not okay to receive. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. If you're ready to heal from the past, start manifesting your highest potential and love yourself deeply through the process, you're in luck because I just opened up a few new one-on-one coaching spots. As your transformation facilitator, I help you to expedite your healing, accelerate your growth and design your life intentionally with me as your unconditional support, guiding and holding space for you along the way. It's a little bit tricky for me to put into words exactly what happens in each session as they are so unique and my coaching style is deeply intuitive. So here are some client experiences that I will read to you to give you an idea of what it's like. In their words, (laughs) I'm a new and improved version of myself after working with Kelsey. I have so much less anxiety, so much more self-compassion, and in all caps, (laughs) the emotional resilience and freedom I've tapped into is unreal. Another client of mine said, I honestly cannot begin to tell you the shift that has occurred for me already. I was in such turmoil before we started working together and now I can access so much more joy and positivity. I have never been able to do this before. Kelsey is amazing. This work is amazing. Even my doctor is extremely impressed by what Kelsey and I have been able to accomplish together. I've tried traditional therapy, and while I did make some helpful discoveries in this, I find my healing sessions with Kelsey to be even more life-giving. With all that being said, if you're feeling the call or even just curious, you can learn more about working with me at kelseyaida.com coaching, and I will link to this in the show notes. So if it is not okay to receive, then everything you want is going to always feel like it's a struggle. It's going to feel hard. So when I look at it, I was like, wow, my greatest gift that I can give the people around me is to be in a receptive state, to get my guidance, to get my, my nudges, to have abundance flood in, and then be that expression of joy and fulfillment because it's coming from source. So that they can say, I want to do what you're doing. I want what you have. And I've seen it with two husbands and my kids now. So, and of course, coaching, you know, over 20 years, but, but to see it, to feel it personally and to know that, and I call it, I call it my, the worthiness quotient and the worthiness quotient is how open you are to receiving love, nurturing and support simply for being you, meaning no performing, no trying to get it right. No trying to win love and approval from your family or anyone else. And 
when I was always trying to be the best mom and denying myself, I had a low worthiness quotient. So I'd get angry. I'd take out my pain yeah. on my family. I would attract things that felt hard. Maybe the kids weren't respecting me, right? But as soon as I committed to unconditional love and really started treating myself as if I was worthy of being seen, heard, and valued, mothering that little girl inside of me, becoming the divine mother to her, my vibration went up. And now all of a sudden my family's shifting, my husband and I quit fighting and my kid or my, we quit fighting, walls come down, my kids quit fighting, everything shifted. So they were mirroring to me the love that I was holding inside of myself. And if, you know, if I could, you think about the planet, you think about everybody fighting against each other and the divisiveness and everybody's on a hamster wheel. Can you imagine like what you just yeah. said a second ago, if we were all doing this in our homes, yeah. it would be completely different on this planet. Mm -hmm. I... I got Thank this imagery in the beginning of the episode. I got this imagery when you were talking about giving to your family before yourself. And I was like, this imagery in my head, I was like, okay, but I'm trying to make sense of it. Doesn't. And then you kept talking and I was like, oh yes, of course. That makes perfect sense. I know why I got that now. What I'm, what I'm seeing is, you, you know, they always say like, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? That's kind of the image I'm seeing, but the, the opposite of what you are talking about in my head, there's a limit to how much you can give when you don't have that limitless flow of abundance from the universe, that energy. So what I'm seeing is, you know how in like the great Gatsby, those cute little champagne glasses, and it's just like pouring in a tower of cups. Like that's what I'm seeing. But the, but the pour is coming from the universe going into you at the very tippity top. And you are then trickling down into every one you touch. Yes. We had a guest on the podcast who said one awakened person is it, it has a ripple effect of like 17,000 people or something on a, you know, minuscule scale, but still to know that you're affecting, because you really are, you come into contact, like we're coming into contact. Everyone you come into contact with today has that ripple effect. How everyone they come into contact with today is just kind of a general upliftment. I just think it's cute. So thank you for that imagery universe. I did not know what it meant until right now. And that. Lindsay does not use the word cute lightly. That um, means a lot in Lindsay's vocabulary, more than like the average person. Very cute. <laughs> so let me just make that clear for everyone yeah, listening. It's true. Like, it's true. It's cute. No, if Lindsay says it's use, cute, it's of the highest compliment. It's okay. the hard C. Okay. <laughs> cute. 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 We like it. Uh, I know we need to wrap it up, but before we go, I just have one more kind of, I want to give the peeps some action steps. So where should they start if they want to? really know and love themselves if they're just starting at square one what does that look like so here's a great exercise that everyone can do um make two columns and it's um the first column is where i perform and the next column is what would love do okay and so in the first column you're going to write who am i performing for like you know am i performing for my boyfriend am i performing for my kids what do you mean perform like who That's am i okay sorry um so the, you know, the performance means, um, am I, am I doing everything? Like, am I just trying to make my husband so happy at the expense of myself? I am caretaking all of his needs and, and disregarding mine. So I'm caretaking mm -hmm. my husband's needs constantly and forgetting myself is the performance. Got okay? it. What would love look like? Sit down, meditate and talk to my inner child daily. That's, that's great. That is that's so simple. So freaking simple. 
I like simple. It is so simple because when we're performing what we're saying, we're sending to the message to the universe that says who I am is not enough. Yeah. I'm not lovable. I'm bad. I'm wrong. We don't want to send that message. Right. So if you go down and you do that. And so the key is to stop the performance and commit to unconditional love. Performing is when we suppress our voices, when we don't set boundaries, when we feel guilty because we do say what we want. Because we've been hearing for a while now, put your mask on and then take care of everyone else. Here's what I see. People are starting to love themselves a little bit more, but they have guilt. They have yes. the subconscious programming of I'm wrong for doing this. I selfish. I'm selfish. And, and then also too, we take on beliefs from our, when our parents, you know, were denying themselves. And so we feel like, well, you're to blame. I'm going to be to blame for their pain. I mean, I was doing a healing on my mother. She had a stroke many years ago and I'm doing a healing on her. And I hear you're not to blame for your mother's pain. I went, what? And I heard it again. You're not to blame for your mother's pain. I just got chills. (laughs) I'm like, holy crap. I've been living my whole life. Like I am to blame for everyone's pain. This is why it's so important that we love ourselves. So we quit projecting our pain onto our loved ones. Yes. So for me, it's like commit to unconditional love, self-love, stop the performance. Okay. Stop the performance. Do this exercise. Where am I performing? What would love look like? Moms unite. Females females unite. People unite. Come on. Yes. Yeah. There's and no limit. I, I write about a lot of this stuff in my book. My second book was the enlightened mom, but so doing that and then recognizing that your greatest act of service is loving yourself oh. because unconditional self-love is the key to everything we want. It's what puts us in a high worthiness quotient. So we attract things that are good and loving to us. Loving ourselves is Literally, you heard what I said about my husband. He said uh, he he felt better in his skin than I, he's ever felt. And it's because I loved myself and then it forced him to love himself. You know, when I quit caretaking him, caretaking, it does not mean, I mean, stopping caretaking doesn't mean that I still don't do loving things for him. It's but just it's coming from a different place. And I don't do it at the expense of myself. Yes. Okay. Like I am the best at, you know, like, oh, I'm going to do this for my hubby because I love, I love because his, his love language, Charlie, is acts of service. So if I get up and make him a green drink in the morning, I'm doing it from a joyful place because I know this is his love language and he is going to receive it and he's going to feel so dang loved. And I want Your to- Arkansas just came out so hard. <laughs> you are being so authentic and I love it. Like I could, I know that news anchors, you know, naturally there's a certain dialect and a certain way to speak. So a lot of times in this episode, I'm like, where's her Arkansas? I know she's got, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. Comes it. In every now and then. It comes in now and then, yes. And then my my Michigan comes out every now and then, you know. Sometimes <laughs> you know? when I'm especially when I'm talking to my sister, she's like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't, I don't understand that language. <laughs> I'm it's been too long. It's been like 20 years. Can't can't relate, but I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, thank you so much for all of these tips. Everybody, gosh, how simple could it be? Moms like me love simple things that I can do to make my life more high vibe, in alignment, more reflective of my authenticity. And I know you moms do too. It could not get simpler. Where am I performing? What would love look like? Oh, I just love that so much. Thank you so much for being here. I think we're going to go to Patreon now and have some more party times. Kelsey has been 
waiting to ask a very important question. So if you want to know what that is, go to uh, patreon.com slash high vibe. We do bonus uh, content. We do extended episodes. We hang out in there sometimes. There's all kinds of goodies and cool, cool people hanging out in there. So go check it out. And I just did Michigan again. Go check it out. Okay. Uh, we'll see you over there on the Patreon. Okay. And but before uh, we, we wrap it up. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, I want to just make it even more explicit if it already hasn't been so explicit. One, I'm so happy that you came on today, Terry, because we're always trying to sell people, get them buy into the concept of self-love and how it's yeah. the best thing and it's a benefit to all, right? Not just the self. And I'm so happy that you came on and shared your story of like love and action, right? Because there really is from a spiritual perspective, no difference between love of self and love of the other, right? If everyone's just a fractal of God, a reflection of yourself, self-love is really just love. But from a human perspective, we got to break it down and start somewhere, right? So we turn inward, we we live for the self, we honor the self, we worship the self, we nourish the self. And from there, it all lines up, it all blossoms, it all elevates. And your story is just such a beautiful testimonial to that. And it makes me feel so empowered in my work. So I don't know if you know this, but I actually host self-love retreats specifically only for women because I love helping moms, future moms, just women even who aren't moms and don't have big families to become that self-love butterfly, mm -hmm. to heal their stuff, to raise their vibration because it really, 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 really does pour into everybody, even strangers. If you are on the subway and you have the self-love spark, you are subconsciously lighting up everyone else on the train, even if they don't feel it or know it. Like I was, I just finished reading because one of our guests told us to, or recommended us that we read. Um, it's a really old book. It's from like when I was like born. Uh, Kelsey, are you talking about Bringers of the Dawn? Yes, yes, yes. So I just finished reading The I'm, Bringers of the Dawn, I'm right? I'm currently reading it right now. Which I'm on like the whole chapter thing three. is like, not a surprise. It's everything I've been teaching, right? So love yourself, heal yourself, raise your vibration, anchor in the light. That's what the humanity needs, blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. The whole time I was reading, I was like, yes, I know. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I know. Thank you for validating the, the thing that I'm here to do. But it's just really cool to meet someone else who can like, articulate yeah. and express it in a beautiful example of your life story so what I really want everyone to take away from this is like you guys we're not just saying to love yourself because we just weirdly want you to love yourself like it's not only that it's so 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 much more so please know that it's one of the most beautiful generous things you can do for yourself for your family for humanity and that it really does just like spread the healing vibes Hey, that so really, that really cool thing. If you haven't been sold before, today's the day. <laughs> that really, that really cool thing and deep, deep desire that you have, that dream that you've been thinking about for years and years and years, how do you think you're going to get it? Just saying. You're going to get it by loving yourself. That's it. How many people get what they want and hate themselves? Or Not how many, many people like don't go for what they want because they don't because love they themselves. Don't. Yeah, and exactly. the only thing that's stopping them from manifesting number. their dream life is like, they're like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Oh, I couldn't do that. You know, they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in their worthiness. Low worthiness quotient yeah. is a disease that many of us suffer from to various degrees on the planet. So we are going to oh, talk about this. this fast. I have a quiz called the worthiness. Okay, this, this is what I want to say. Tell us about the freebies. Those will be available on our Patreon. I'm going to shove them over there for the for the VIPs, but tell them what it is because I think there are two, right? 
I have a, yes, there's a quiz that is so cool. It was all downloaded and it really looks at, helps you say, this is where I don't have my, I haven't owned my worth. Here is where I am. It gives you an overall guide. It's a very personal report. It's just terrybrit.com forward slash quiz. And it is so cool. And then the other one is my worthiness quotient, a breakthrough bundle, which has my women leaders of love ebook. It goes into why it's so important and some steps to love yourself. And then it has three guided meditations. And one of them that I really love, and it helps you see your purpose. You look at people's spirits to see what is the gift you're giving them by loving yourself and becoming. Oh, beautiful. Take the quiz. And that one is at terrybrit.com forward slash leaders. Okay, get that by going to Patreon, guys. We're not joking. It is the best place to be. We'll see you there because that's where we're going right now. Is that where we're going right now, Kels? We're going to teleport over there right now? We are going to teleport there, but I wanted to give drop one more resource <laughs> in the link section of this show because I haven't really talked about this much, but I actually just wrote a book. It's only like 40 pages. It's called The Mini Book of Self-Love for the Modern Woman. So Ew. if you're like on this wanting to ignite the self-love path where you're like, no, I don't understand how to love myself. Like, and you want it to be more practical. Um, that's another great resource for you guys. And it's only on Amazon. So I self-published this one through Amazon. So The Mini Book of Self-Love for the Modern Woman such a long title. I don't know why I always make these long titles, you guys. It's killing me. <laughs> the next book has a super long title too. But yeah, check it out on Amazon. I'll link to it. Terry, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to teleport to the Patreon, patreon.com slash high vibe and have an awesome first week of 2023. Love ya. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe in it community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week, we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes. If you want to be also in the loop that way and be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.